Episode three of Bodcast. Neil and Mike back for another week. How's it going, Mike? It's going great, man. And thank you to all the tens of listeners that continue to listen and support us week after week. Uh, looking to looking hopefully to see you again this week, everyone. I, I'm afraid to ask about the numbers. I know they ultimately don't matter because you and I are doing this as a pet project, mm-hmm. you know, and doing it for the enjoyment of it. But at the same time, there's part of you that wants to know. You know what I mean? A little bit less, a little bit less than the first episode. Yeah. And I kind of key that up to the tech talk that we had. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, like, I didn't tune into these two losers to listen about like Wi-Fi radius and yeah, and all of totally. That. And just a little bit of inside baseball, actually, for anybody that is listening, I actually sent Mike a picture of my router the other yeah. day. <laughs> We nerded out for about five or ten minutes talking about he could provide Wi-Fi to his entire neighborhood with that. Yeah, thing. pretty much. Well, I think your exact words were, that thing's a beast. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, it, the term uh, is an absolute unit. Yes. It very much applies to this router. <laughs> so when I, I try not to sugarcoat things very often. And no. when I say that I got way more than what I you know, thought I was going to with that router, I mean it, and I got it for a dirt cheap price. But oh, more if importantly, if you were going to say router there, I had a that's what she said all queued up. Oh, like, God. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of that's what she said, uh, this shout out, yes. I think, has to go to Ricky because she is shunning me uh, you, because you of a conversation. The- yes. Why don't you update our listeners on uh, why you have been appropriately shunned for your misgivings? Well, first off, misgiving inappropriate is your opinion. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's fact. <laughs> Touche. Touche. <laughs> but I've never watched an episode of The Office, the American version of The Office. Uh, I did a little bit of a Google search before the episode tonight. It has been 800, and I believe it was 13 weeks since the debut of The Office. And I have not watched a single one. I don't even know how you haven't been able to watch it by accident. It's just, I'm pretty sure it, like, it, got, it got picked up on um, syndication like oh, halfway through the series, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But it's just one of those things where I've never just lucked into it. So Ricky has decided to shun me. Uh, and to that, I say, hi, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> and for those that don't know who Ricky is, I'm sure a lot of the folks, the tens of folks that listen to this podcast probably know who she is. She's been, uh, I guess, part of this little bod click uh through everything with taggart and torrens since what like 2015 oh yeah she she's no g bod uh much like uh you and i ricky dave nell west like there's a whole bunch of us that were that old school like especially when tnt still had their radio show on uh yeah on thursday Thursday nights at 10 o'clock much like how we're recording at 10 o'clock on a thursday night and that just worked out overall like we didn't plan that. That's just how no. our schedules worked out. So no, it was always, I think kind of nice to do it towards the end of the week where you're not like in the midst of trying to get through everything. And given the totally. fact that we're two hours difference, this actually works out perfect for, for me because I can get my daughter to bed. Not for, for much longer family. though. Not for much longer. For now it's two hours. Cause time change is coming. Oh, we actually got God. snow on the ground here. Oh, geez, not much like just just <laughs> as, just a little skiff of snow and it's supposed to go up to plus temperatures next week so it'll probably melt but 
it's supposed to be 22 degrees here in Toronto. I say, I Shut up. In Toronto, <laughs> I live here. 22 degrees oh. in Little Britain tomorrow. Minus six was, I think, what we got to for our high today. So, and I know I shouldn't complain because there are parts of like southern Alberta and southwestern Saskatchewan that have had snow and quite a bit already. Yep. So, it's coming. There's no way around it. It is what it is. Yeah. And it's, this, is the, this is the time where you start to see the flurries in the air. Yeah, at least totally. Here. Yeah. Um, so nothing's too surprising. The fact that we're getting 20 degree weather towards the end of October is pretty impressive. That's an added bonus. Yeah. Cheers to global warming. <laughs> <laughs> if there has to be a positive to all this. There you um, go. In regards to a topic that everyone seemed to have an opinion on, mm-hmm. as opposed to the tech stuff, mm-hmm. we got to recap the happenings last week for our Tim Hortons bracket. Yes, we do. So yeah, we started off the week with our wild card vote and this one turned into about, well, let's say a two horse race. So in yep. the wild card, we had the apple fritter, Boston cream, double chocolate, old fashioned glaze. The two clear front runners got out to an early lead. It was neck and neck for a while, but in the end between the Facebook votes and the Twitter votes, Apple Fritter won. Interesting. It was close, though. I I say that as like a a fritter in a Boston cream, or I'm assuming Boston cream was number two here. It was, yeah. Yeah. So like, favorite donuts pitted against each other. I'm going to win either way. My waist isn't going to win. I'm going to win either way, and most people will win. But that I'm I'm surprised that the fritter took it. It seems like it might be one of the underdogs in this competition. So Apple Fritter is going on to the next round, and they're going to face the winner of whoever won the next bracket, which was the Maple Dip and Sour Cream Glaze. This one wasn't even close. And again, I think this might be another dark horse, but Sour Cream Glaze walked away with it. Now remind me again in the first round, Sour Cream Glaze took a pretty hefty lead as well and kind of finished off. Sour cream glaze actually beat apple fritter in the first round. So we're getting a rematch of the first round here. So this is going to be interesting. Confliction on that, on that first round between the fritter and the sour cream glaze. Definitely. So this is like, we're the fact that we're getting that head to head matchup again is awesome. The last two, uh, the next one, I should say the third one, we had the honey cruller, versus Canadian maple. This one, this one hurt for me because I had a clear favorite on it and I'm not voting as the, the guy that's running the poll. Yep. Um, but again, this one wasn't really close between Facebook and, and Twitter. Honey Cruller won. And it, and it, it wasn't by a small margin. Now, we're gonna, th- there's going to be the folks, and I've seen this pop up already, at least on Twitter, I don't know, on the Facebook side, but people who question the validity of a fritter being a donut. Yes. Which, uh, based on the conversation we had last week, or was it in week one about is a hot dog When I rightfully said that a hot dog is a I'm, sandwich? That, that, I'm going to leave it. And the fritter is in the competition. It's in, <laughs> the, the best way to say... Or the best, I guess, reason to allow the fritter in there is because it is a regularly stocked item in the donut tray area mm-hmm. at a Tim Hortons. Yeah, it's so not we are with counting the it. No, it's not with the bagels. Nope. It's not with the muffins. It and it's not a specialty item. It is right there. Nope. There you go. So, so there's your answer. It's in. 
the crueler is going to go up against the winner of the double chocolate category. So we had two chocolate donuts going head to head. We had the chocolate dip and the chocolate glaze. I had no stake in the game on this one. Not only because I wasn't voting, but they're both chocolate. How can you go wrong? You can't. Exactly. You can't. So, but this one was a little closer than I thought it was going to be as well. Chocolate glaze won. So our final four is apple fritter, sour cream glaze, honey cruller, chocolate glaze. Oof. It's going to be a tight race. So what we're going to do starting tomorrow around noon Saskatchewan time, I'll get the first poll up. We're going to do three polls this week. We're going to have our two semifinals and then our finals. Each one's going to run for two days. We get a good amount of time to really try and get some shares, some retweets, yep. get people to vote on it, tag whoever you want, who might have a really strong opinion about their baked confections. Yep. And let's see if we can get a clear winner in this. And thank you to Tim's for interacting with us a little bit on social media on this. Um, you're not a sponsor, but we like money. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> or donuts, just saying. like I said last week. Or like, donuts. I'll, I'll take whatever. Um, I want to throw a bit of an audible here. And I yeah. haven't even talked to you about this. Sure. When this is all said and done, we should figure out like, another contest where we can draw a name. And the winner gets like a fifteen or twenty dollar Tim Hortons gift card, so that they yeah. can go and purchase it. Like I know as part of the polls, we won't be able to do it, but we'll figure out something for everyone that's been participating. It's it's really it's meaningful to us because it helps spread the awareness of the podcast. That we've got Tim Hortons talking about it. Yeah. Um, the least we can do is reward some folks with a tasty treat. So I have um, no problem look with that. that. Look forward to that in the coming weeks. We'll come up with something that we can do. Yes. And, uh, and thank you everyone for participating. It's been pretty, it's been really, it's been fun watching the Twitter feed kind of just <laughs> erupt with like little like quips here and there and jabs here and there. So thank you. Yeah, it's been awesome, honestly. So look for the first poll again tomorrow around noon our time and yeah, share, retweet, get some people going in on it, tag friends, family, enemies, if you want. We don't care. We're not partial. <laughs> uh, we, we just want the votes. That's, that's all we want. That's all we want. So, and then make sure you check out our episode next week to make sure who you find out the champion is. Absolutely. Big Mike guy. might have to celebrate with a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> Just a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> I had to break out a Jericho reference for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, hey, if we if we turned people off with tech talk, imagine if we went balls deep on wrestling. Oh, that's, oh, it's gonna happen eventually. That's the thing. Uh, there's you no way to get Wes to talk about that. I know Wes oh. is a big, big wrestling fan, and he and I have had some interactions. We'll leave it at that. But maybe one day we'll have a a little wrestling podcast or a wrestling theme podcast. A we'll wrestling episode. Yeah. We'll new school. We'll, we'll figure something out. Totally. Maybe if we ever get to the point where we do merch, we should get like a. A uh, luchador mask. Yes. A podcast luchador mask. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. can you imagine what the design on that's going to look that like? That is COVID compliant. <laughs> uh, shout out to Jerry, by the way, for sending us the link for that mask. I don't know if yep. you saw it or not. Yeah, but I did. They've got a bunch of other ones I wasn't even aware that they have. And the fact that like they have a filter that you can replace is awesome. So, yeah. No, absolutely. Little pricey, but looks like they're worth it. If they last, that's all, you, that's all that matters. Totally. Yeah. Speaking of pricey, um, I wanted to ask you a question. 
A, have you ever spent money on an app? And B, how much do you regret it? Ah, <laughs> I have spent money on an app. On multiple okay. apps. Um, I find I spend money on apps that aren't games. Like I don't... Okay. Like, I, I still somehow play Clash of Clans in 2020. Um, but I've never spent money to like buy resources in that. Okay. But I've bought other okay. apps. Like I, like I have a weather app on my phone that is beautiful. It's, okay. like, it's not the weather network. It's just some solo developer who built it um and it's beautiful so i look at paying for that as like you put a lot of work into this and you've given it away for free i don't like Mm -hmm. that little ad banner at the bottom so i'm going to give you a bit of money okay fair enough um but yeah no i've 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 certainly bought apps i don't i know you prompted me last week on this in terms of what i regret i don't know if there's been any specifically i've regretted and it doesn't have to be one you bought even if it's a free one but like it's one of those maybe the best way to approach it is is there an app that you find that you're absolutely just addicted to like you're checking it multiple times a day yeah. you're and i'm not talking social media because they're designed that way i'm talking yeah. you know a, a tool like you said like a weather one or a game or anything like that clash of clans for sure. Yep. Um, and this is going to get a little nerdy again, so I apologize. Uh, there's a few apps that Samsung has on my phone that allow you to kind of clean and maximize the performance of the device. Oh, okay. So I almost get a little OCD where I just constantly am like, optimize device, optimize device. And I have no reason to. It's more phone than I will ever need in my life. Yeah. But I find that I do that quite a bit. A, a few business apps as well. Like I use Evernote a lot. I use okay. Task- Pass a lot, uh, just to remind me about doing certain things or make notes on things. Yep, that's really boring. I know. Um, my phone certainly. Like I, I and I found as I've gotten older, my phone becomes more utilitarian. It's not like an entertainment console in my pocket like it used to be. Like an iPod yep. Video, for example. Um, I find I use it a lot more for work outside of going on Reddit and Twitter and all of that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, I find I, I spend a lot more time just using it as something to make me more productive. Yeah, and I get that. Uh, I mean, especially when you're trying to get your own startup going, right? Like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Are, you an, are you an iOS guy or are you an Android guy? Uh, I'm an Apple guy. Uh, we are a Mac household, uh, in all fairness to everyone that's listening, because you can't see what Mike and I are seeing right now. Like, I've got the 27-inch uh, uh, Mac desktop in front of me right now that we're running zoom on that, you know, we record this on everything else like that. So we are a Mac household, uh, every pretty much device that we've got with the exception of maybe like our router and stuff like that. Um, but we are definitely a tech forward family. Like I was a pretty early adopter of say the nest suite of products. Yep. So we got the, our thermostat very early. We've got, I think it's a second gen, uh, we've got the Nest fire and CO detectors. Yep. Uh, so things like that. Love it. The, the, the biggest apps for me, and you were talking about Clash of Clans. I think I might be able to beat you one on the games. Um, I, still, I still have Nyan Cat. Yeah, Mike's face right now. Is this like, like, is, is this like 2008? Yeah, like the stupid little oh. cat with the... Like right there. Oh, I don't know if you can see it on the zoomsies, but it's like right there. Um, the Tim Hortons, your Tim Hortons green screen. Took yeah, <laughs> I know, right? The uh, I don't have many games on my phone. That's the thing. But like, I, I'm kind of like you. Like, 
I tend not to buy apps, but the ones that I do buy yep. are more for for more productive purposes. Yeah. So, like, as an example, I found a great product, and unfortunately, I'm in a grandfathered version of it now. And they, it's still active. It still works. Everything's great. But they've gone now to a monthly subscription price, uh, one blocker. Yep. Uh, which is uh, an ad blocker. They block social media widgets if you don't want them when you're reading, say, a news article or something like that. It's a great product. Um, I, I bought some stuff in a previous podcast life when we were making, uh, say, memes and stuff like that, but I didn't want to have the watermark for that, yes. for that app on yep. our meme, so I, I ponied up to, like, 279 for that. Yep. But my biggest app, I think, addiction and regret at the same time, is a game called WWE Supercard. I've heard of this. Now, if anybody is out there and you're not sure what it is, think Pokemon. It's a card-based game, but now it's all digital. It's on your phone. You collect cards. Certain wrestlers appear on the card. You can level them up, give them certain abilities, help increase how good they are, and then you battle other people with it. And that has to be the most friggin' addictive app I think I've had in a very long time. Wow. Um, It is stupid. And with that said, if anybody's out there (laughs) and wants to play, Hit me up on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely seen ads for it. I've never played it though, but I figured it was one of those like it's almost like oh, it's in the the NHL game on PlayStation and Xbox, where you can get cards of people that have certain yes. skills and you can up people's skills and it makes them better in the game and all that. Totally. Sort of stuff. Yeah, and that's what this it's a card-based game. Um, I think it's really fun, but in fairness, I only have four games on my phone. So I've got Nyan Cat. I've got the WWE Supercard. I've yeah. got Mario Kart, because that one's not bad. Um, and the other one is Settlers of Catan. That is one of the few apps I've ever actually paid for as well, because when you paid for that one, you get the ability to do different game board layouts. Right. You can play online against other people across the world, stuff like that. It's pretty awesome. Um, and that one, I think at the time was like 10 bucks. So well worth it. Um, but the ones I find myself using more often are some of the more, like you said, utilitarian ones. IMDB is a big one for me. Interesting. So are, like, are you intrigued by actors in movies or people that have like, like what they've been in. Usually that's the, how the conversation goes. So my wife and I will watch a movie. We'll be like, I recognize that person. What, what was she in? Right. And then we'll do a little bit of a background. check. That's where we know her from. Okay. So, and because, you know, we watch so many movies and all that, it happens more often than you'd think I'm in there quite a bit. I find for folks that I know you're a Reddit guy. I'm a Reddit yep. guy. So we're on Reddit. Letter Kenny has a subreddit, which is basically just like a little, it's a community of people who enjoy the show Letter Kenny, which yes. is who should not be in that community. Everyone should be in that community. It's the exactly. best shows ever. Anyway, it's become sort of a meme on that subreddit when people say like, oh, look who I saw in this show. And it's Jared um, acting as Don Cherry or it's Michelle Millette uh, yep. doing uh, voiceovers and cameos in a video game and it's got to the point now where i'm just like you know what these people are going to be in other shows 
They're yeah. going to have other things that they've done. They're actors and actresses, directors and producers. They're going to do a lot of things. We can kind of slow our roll on calling out every time we see one of the skids as a background character on a space channel TV show. Yeah, totally. But IMDb has been really helpful for that because I go through the same thing. Where it's like, I know I've seen that person before. Where did I see them? Totally. And, and I think going back to the Letterkenny reference that you just mentioned, I have to tell you, I played uh, K. Trevor Wilson's audio clip, The Penis Game, for my wife and for my daughter. And before anybody was- gets up in, uh, in arms, my daughter's almost 18. But So we played the YouTube clip uh, from his stand-up special of The Penis Game. If you have not heard it before, it's about 10, 11 minutes long. You need to stop what you're doing and go listen to the penis game and then come back. It's that good that I just told you to stop listening to our podcast. When we, when we get to the end of ours and we're doing all of our fun extra stuff that happens after we finish recording, I'll, I'll get that going. You're going to queue up the penis game. Oh my God. Oh, it is so good. And that, honestly, I never thought I would say the words, the penis game on a podcast, but now I've said it multiple times and I'm proud of it because it's that good of a bit. Man, hashtag 2020. That's, this is is where we are now. (laughs) Yeah. Between that and Mark Forward's, uh, what is it? Fancy hats. Yeah. Oh my God. I he did that when I went and saw Letterkenny live on the first go round, like the very first tour that they did. I took my nephew and we, we saw the show in Oshawa and K-Trev did his stand-up and just obliterated people in the crowd who were chirping. Like, oh, of course. Just obliterated. It was beautiful. And Mark did the same thing. He did the, the hat gig or the hat yeah. skit at the end of his performance as well. Mark Forward is probably, like, I know he's not so sneaky anymore. He's one of the sneakiest, funniest comedians I think I've ever seen or heard. And um, seems like a total bod too, because for the the album release for Taggart and Torrens, yep, he was in on it. Yep, he was part of it, and he wasn't even like supposed to be. He's just like there in the crowd. Well, that's when we did TNT One Hundred at my condo downtown. He came, and I went up to him and was just like, "I'm a huge fan. Like, just thank you for coming, and I'm a huge fan." And he shit on me for having red plastic cups filled with rye and Coke and thinking it was like a college party, but not shit on me, but (laughs) (laughs) Coke's a little fun. Yeah. Same thing. He just, he wanted to be in the room just to support his friends. And that's, and like, that's, he's a, he's a, I don't I I don't know him personally by any stretch. Um, He's every time I've, I've met him or seen him talk about things. He just seems like a dynamite guy. And one of the funniest people, I know a lot of people don't get his humor, but man, if you get it, it or enjoy it, it is unbelievable. And that's the thing. You don't even have to really get what's happening at the time. No. But as long as you're open and you're willing to listen and yeah. just, oh, he just drops like some of the most ridiculous concepts. <laughs> it's just stupid, but like in the our, best way possible. I feel our pal now, she's, she's really into Mark Forward. Like she was like, oh, she totally. Was like, like seen him a ton of times. I feel like she's she'll she'll, she'll if she's listening to this, she'll she'll either confirm or deny. But 
I, I remember seeing her post a lot about Mark before Letterkenny got really big. Yeah. Before Star, as Mr. D was starting to pick up steam. And that's, those are the two main places I saw him to start. Um, but I think she was like all over his comedy for years. Yeah. Um, which is great. I mean, he's fantastic. Oh, for sure. And on that, I think we should actually take a quick break. We should. And then we'll come back and you've got a bit of a funny story to tell us that you kind of alluded to in a previous episode. Yeah. So I'm going to do the warning again. I'm, I'm going to talk a little blue after this. So be warned. <laughs> you can and, turn off the podcast now and we'll tell you when to skip ahead if you want to skip it. But um, we're going to be talking about working on a cruise boat in the Toronto Harbor. And there you go the times that get had on it. There's no way there's not going to be some language in this story, folks. So listen, if you want, be prepared for it. We'll be right back. All right, back for part two of episode three of podcast. First off, I can't believe you're still listening. Thank you. secondly (laughs) it's story time with mike (laughs) story time with mike so you kind of alluded to this before you have a story about a boat when you were living in toronto yes okay yeah so this let's hear came about i think when we were talking about it was on our first episode and i had mentioned that below deck was a reality show on hey you Mm -hmm. and i the fact that I had worked on a boat out of Toronto Harbor uh, during, I think it was my second year of university in the summer. Okay. Anyway, uh, so this is a boat that parks at the, in the harbor in Lake Ontario in Toronto. And it basically goes on four or five hour cruises twice a day. So people okay. rent the boat to have uh like a summer party a prom a wedding uh whole just like a booze cruise anything people would just rent the boat and puts around the the toronto harbor come back and have a good old mary's time every once in a while we got called into what the staff and i called special staff meetings where we would meet with the management of the boat and they would basically say we're gonna have this type of cruise, you do not, if you're not comfortable working it, you don't have to work it. If you do want to work it, I think there was a little extra coin in it. Uh, and those special types of cruises were yeah. typically swingers cruises okay, or Hell's Angels cruises. I won't go okay. into the Hell's Angels cruises. That's All right. Yeah. No, nobody needs that type of heat. Let's talk about the swingers though. So... <laughs> I love how enthusiastic you sounded about that. Let's talk about, hey, the, swingers. Let's talk about the swingers. Let's talk about the swingers. Okay. So we we were step, we were booked for two different cruises. Um, they both followed very different schedules. When we left the port in Toronto, you never wanted to leave in the dark. Okay. It really, it's just it's tougher to take a big massive boat off the dock and get going. Mm-hmm. These cruises we had to. A, because we, had, we weren't allowed to have any lights on on the interior of the boat. And B, um, people would basically be enjoying each other's company throughout the duration of the cruise, which I will get into here in a second. 
So we had okay. these cruises and there was never really a lot of preparation in terms of like what to expect or what you're going to see other than when you think swinger, you're thinking sex, you're thinking nudity, you're thinking all of these things. So, you know, there's probably going to be something, there's going to be some sort of element like that. Anyway, we get ready for that cruise. I think during the day we actually had a wedding and then we had a big layover before the swingers cruise took over that night. Oh God. <laughs> Just perfect. Yeah. Anyway. Where we start boarding the we start boarding the boat at like ten thirty at night, so you've got so right uh, away it's dark out, like you said. Oh, big time! Yeah, big time. We're we're planning on leaving the dock at eleven and then coming back in at two. That's oh. that that's kind of the plan. So everyone starts getting on the boat, and you're looking at everyone. It's just like, all right, like it just seems like a normal cruise. Bunch of adults coming and going to have a little booze cruise, have fun. Yeah. Awesome, great. We get everyone situated inside. We do all the safety instructions. We talk about where everything is. And then we start to port, we start to depart off the, off the dock and we start to go. And that's when the DJ starts playing music. The bar is kind of officially open now and everyone's going and they're getting their drinks. They're doing some little dancing, some little lane dancing from Seinfeld with the thumbs and the little Of kick course, and yeah. That. And then about half an hour after we've left the dock, all of a sudden it starts to... T- feel like a high school prom you can feel the mood change you could yeah like you can see people like have started to get a little bit looser okay um, there's a little bit more touching a little bit more groping a little bit more anything like just thinking like that that's about yeah. half an hour in so you can tell something like, something's gonna something's about to happen but an hour in it was basically a a full-fledged porno for like three hours and when i say porno it, like i i literally mean it's like you couldn't whatever direction you turned on the boat you would see people getting there was bodies there was bodies there yep. were um holes there were um just literally everything <laughs> and i have three specific memories of everything that i saw that night okay because they're hilarious. The first one was, so I worked on the ship as almost like a bus boy. Um, okay. I, it was like a deckhand. So I was, I would help with the bar. I would help with maintaining the boat, all that sort of stuff. And one of the things that I had to do during cruises was make sure like the, are all the supplies in the bathroom, nothing's clogged, the yep. floors aren't soaking wet. We need to get signs up all that. I go into the private bathroom, which has a door on it. And I go to, open it and all i see is a man's ass going back and forth back and forth back and forth and some going to accompany it i'm not cleaning this bathroom right now nope this one's occupied nope this one's <laughs> good uh the, the second one and this one kind of made me a little sad i was up at the top of the boat and i was talking with a gentleman who was there for the cruise yeah and he had mentioned where he was from and it seemed just like a really nice like, like nice guy i'm like uh, are, who are you here with he's like oh, i'm here with my wife um i'm not really into this sh- this scene but she is i was like oh yeah that seems like a bit of a downer yeah like how is that not something that both parties have to agree to yeah it just felt like oh like this guy seems so nice and he's basically letting his wife go around and do a bunch of dudes while he's there well, I guess, I, I mean, I, to, to each their own. I was about to say, if I'm it works judging, for them. <laughs> I'm not judging on any of this. No, like, if it works for them, so be it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's um, still a little sad, though. <laughs> it was a little sad. <laughs> yeah. The third and final one 
was one of the things that I had to do as we were coming back into port was make sure that everyone was inside and not on the sides of the boat on the outside because if we have a hard if we have a hard docking oh, okay, yeah. I don't want people to like potentially fall, fall over, over. Yep. The, the the guests that evening on the bow of the boat uh, had decided to take us uh, and Neil can see this I'm on Zoom a series of chairs and basically make like an arch around the bow and I walked I think, up. I think you know where I'm going here. Um, yeah. I walked up, and it was basically a dude in every chair, a woman down below yeah. on every dude on every chair, and I had to go through and tap everyone on the shoulders and say, you have about 30 seconds before I have to ask you to get back inside. <laughs> Oh God! I need. I mean, I have so many questions, but my first one, I guess, is how much extra would you make on these cruises? Because it damn well oh better be God. worth it. It was so worth it. Um, a lot of so you would typically get two types of tips. Some depending on like the depending on the size of the cruise and the extravagance of it. Yep. You would have like the charter host, whoever booked it, maybe give like a tip to everyone who worked on the boat that night. So like, here's a lump of like, I don't know, here's four grand. Uh, give this to all the, like break it up between all yeah, the employees. Split it up. Yeah. So we get that sometimes. Okay. Uh, and then I would, because of my role, I'd also get tipped out by waiters, waitresses and the bar, just like at a restaurant. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. With all of that. Um, so this two things, one, the, the group that held this cruise tipped us significantly well. I can't remember what it was. I think I was 22 years old and I'm pretty sure I may have got like an envelope of like 600 bucks. Which oh, is 22 was like- Oh, it's for stupid. Working, for working four hours. Yeah. So I got that. Um, but they were also extremely generous with tipping at the bar. Mm. Which, you, which I guess kind of makes sense because they're probably not going to the bar as often because of all of the extracurriculars that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Anyway, it was really like in terms of like cruise management or boat management, that was one of the easiest cruises we ever had. Now I had one last interaction as the, as the boat. Why am I cringing already with this? (laughs) Um, as the as the boat was already in dock, we were everyone was kind of getting off, and okay. as people are getting off, oh, just, I see what you did there, getting off. Anyway, and Mike dropped the mic. Mike dropped the mic. <laughs> um, so as people are getting off, me and and some of the other folks, we get our our rubber gloves on, we get our cleaning supplies out. We're going to clean. Okay. Of course, um, yeah. Two things. One. Um, Jimmy hats everywhere. Oh God. Where? Oh, so wrong. You're having to pick up basically load and remove it from. Oh God. (laughs) Move it from the vessel. Seriously. Um, Before before I say the second thing, the second swingers cruise I did that summer. Yeah. No Jimmy hats, which I don't know if that's grosser. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Oh, Oh, that's just wrong. And lastly, so there's this woman who walks by me as I'm wiping down a table. Okay. And um, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, we're, we're tidying. Like we clean the boat after every cruise. Yeah. Why are you wearing gloves? I, I'm, I'm using Javex. Like, yeah. 
and like there's literally bodily fluid everywhere around us yeah um she's like you think we're gross don't you like you're wearing gloves while you clean up I'm like i i don't give a shit what you no. guys do. like have fun have at it like enjoy yourselves um but like we wear gloves for like every time we clean the boat because you got chemicals on your hand it's just I like say I honestly i probably would have played into it at that point and been like i don't want my hand in that <laughs> no i'm not trying to like birth something out of the tip of my finger <laughs> ew <laughs> like seriously is it gonna like just just hate <laughs> under your fingernail for like nine months and then all of a sudden no that's not how it works no that's not how it works oh god look there man oh it's uh, so disturbing anyway that was one of a, a few cruises that summer that i worked that were uh life experiences i think that's the best way to put it and I still tell this story, like literally it happened almost 20 years ago now. And I still tell this story and I can still remember both nights for good or bad. I can still remember them both very well. Um, but it was I mean, that had to be, I, I, I have so many questions, but I'm assuming the boat was like running on diesel or something. Oh, uh, I think so. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't remember. But for yeah, sake like of this discussion. Massive. Yeah. So like, for sake like of this discussion, like, it we, ran we on could diesel. Fit up to a couple hundred people on this thing. So like, this isn't yeah. a small rickety Dude. boat. Like this Dude. is a big two, like two, three story boat with cabins yeah. and everything in it. So I'm assuming for sake of this story, it ran on diesel. So sure. you've got the diesel, the fumes. Yeah. The booze. I'm assuming yeah. a few darts. Oh, lots of darts. Yeah. Always and darts the, on the boat. Probably some other substances before they will were legal. Yes. And then on top of all that, you get the smell of the interactions going on. Yes. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what else there can you say? Only, there was only one part of the boat that they weren't officially allowed to do anything in, and that was the dining room. Every oh other, god, every other oh, part. Oh, my boat mind never was, even went there. Was open for business, so like, if you're not gonna. Oh god. <laughs> we it's so wrong. <laughs> we don't want to taint the dinners. Yeah. People are fucking everywhere. Like, what does it matter? We can't let them near the baked potatoes. <laughs> oh my god, oh, this man. is so wrong. <laughs> so there's one of my uh, one of my uh, good. I've had some interesting summer jobs as a kid. I worked in a tinfoil factory. Um, Wait, how do you go from like a swingers cruise to say a tinfoil factory was like interesting? You don't make that, that segue. Year, I think that was literally the year out. Like I did the, the, the cruise boat one that summer. And then the next year I worked at a tinfoil factory. Like just, okay. Oh, that cruise. I couldn't handle it. It was too much. The tips were great, but I just can't handle that scene anymore. I'm going to get into the tinfoil game. Nobody says I, that. I was going to, <laughs> like, wherever I was going to make, like, $10 an hour, yeah. I was going to go. And actually, like, I made a lot of money on the boat, um, a lot of money. But it was, like, there were days where I would sleep on the boat because I would have to be there first thing in the morning. Like, it was I just, believe it. 
it was a lot of work. But as a as a as a college student, whew, like honestly, I've heard that job, uh, like working on that type of cruise. Well, not that type of cruise, but like a cruise boat like that in general. Um, very similar in terms of the hours and the amount of work you have to put in, say, as working as a student on a golf course. Hundred percent. So, um, I know podcasts are free. I know that there are millions of them out there, but if there's such a thing as a podcast, say censorship board, this might be what gets us taken off the air. It could be. So I hope you people enjoyed it. (laughs) Um, and when I say, when I say you people that enjoyed it, I mean the people on the boat, um, Hopefully one of those, seriously, if you're listening to this and you were one of the people on that boat, we need to talk. Yeah. Create a fake account and yeah. like talk to us. Like if you don't want to give us your name, like we want you again, as a guest on this show. No judging. <laughs> no, like, no judging whatsoever. It was like, unless you did something in the dining room. Cause that's just gross. Yeah. You all know, like if you want to go bone someone in the, in the hallway outside the dining room, but not in the dining room. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, totally. Um, <laughs> But no, seriously, we want to talk to you on the show. But otherwise, that's just, yeah. I mean, how do you not tell that story? That's a thing. Like you're sitting around having a few drinks, let's say at a, at a campfire or something like that, right? Yeah. It's just got to come like pouring out. <laughs> well, it, it, so for the longest time, this was like my, this like, if yeah, if you're sitting around a campfire, if you're hanging out with friends on yeah. a random night, you're all like, you're living or talking about stories and shit like that. This is always a go-to. And my friends still bring it up to this date that I've been <laughs> friends with for like 25 years. Totally. Um, I, and I told my parents about this when I was working and let them know that like this was something I saw and they didn't have any issue. Like, well, no. And at that point, like you said, you're in your early twenties. What are they going to do? Yeah. Making a, I'm making a boat, not a boatload, but <laughs> see, well, I did that. see, I did that. Yeah, that was good. Um, but you're uh, making good money, making good money. And it's helping pay for school, which is yeah. the most important thing. And I'm not being hurt. There's nothing. No. I, and so for the longest time, that was like, I, I, I held this kind of pedestal in the house until my brother who, uh, works in film and television now he works downtown i won't give any of the details on it but he works on a pretty prominent kids show okay. um, was coming up uh filmed porn in a woman's house in downtown toronto specifically fetish porn around tickling uh strong women um little big women um and i think there was something else there were some other ones anyway he has now overtaken me with the storytelling ability um, and the the back end world of uh, of pornography. <laughs> I mean, first off, again, I'm just dumbfounded. I have so many questions. I don't think I've ever heard the term back end world of pornography before. The, um, the, yeah, the, 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 the back end. Hey, see what I did yeah, there? See? Oh, <laughs> it's like the dad jokes just keep coming. Yes. See what I did there? See? Uh, <laughs> um, God, this is kind of, this is off the rails. So we're all, we're so off the rails. Um, <laughs> so good. But at the same time, part of me wants to extend the invitation to your brother too, to get him on the show. He would absolutely come on. My, oh. like, my brother has had 
he's he's had a very I don't want to say interesting. He's led a very eclectic life, which is phenomenal. I think his biggest achievement, and people may have seen this a long, long time ago, was he actually biked across Canada. Literally oh, okay. put his tire in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Went all the way across and then dipped his tire in the Atlantic Ocean. No, he's um, good for him. And did it just for fun. I was going to say, was there a charity thing involved no. or anything? Or? And I think he kind of regrets that he didn't try to like make it for something. He did it for himself more than anything, which is well, more than a reason. Hey, that's still more than a lot of other people do. So Exactly. Um, but I think, yeah, he's thought in the past that like, yeah, I could have like, see if I could have got a sponsor for something or like had a cause and tried to do it. But he literally just wanted to bike across and he did. And he's, yeah, he's also worked in porn. <laughs> Well, not okay. Not worked in, you know, no, air quotes. Worked for on a set, on a set, which yeah. was the woman's bedroom in their house. Okay, and I don't think we're going to beat that for this episode. <laughs> no, no, we. Um, I thank you for sticking through the, going off the rails with us there. <laughs> it, it is definitely probably one of the more crude. I don't really want to say crude because again, who like if if that's what people are into, all the power to you. Uh, that's going to be one of the more blue conversations we probably have. Well, that we're going to plan on. There might no be a spontaneous on. one, but absolutely, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> on that note, because I honestly don't even know what to say to follow those up. The, between the boat story and the brother shooting porn, I think we got to call this a wrap. So <laughs> I don't even know what description I'm going to write for this episode. <laughs> oh, this is going to be so. Oh. I mean, if you have the nerve after all this to check us out on social media, great. I promise you, the boat story is not on social media, so We're you don't call have this, to worry. We just, if we had titles for our episodes, we would. We should call this the boat story. I think we're going to. Honestly, I think we have to. So we'll call um, it episode three. Episode three, the boat story. Okay. So make sure you check us out on social media. Uh, just look up podcasts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on there. We do have a Reddit as well. I haven't done a lot with it yet, but we do have a subreddit as well. It's r slash podcast. Uh, so we've got to get some stuff going on that now too. Yeah. Make sure you check out the website, podcast.com. Mike's put a lot of work into it. Kind of. <laughs> just just go with it. Yeah. It's, it's a work in progress. It's there. But you can do things like listen to the show on there. So that's exactly. great. Exactly. Please tell your friends, family, enemies, whoever that you may want to get in favor with or never see in your life again to listen to our show. Uh, we're not partial either way. Whatever well, works for you. Yeah. And that's it for this episode. We'll see you all next week. Later, buds. See ya.